and welcome back to Surrounded by Grace, a podcast by the OLG Youth Ministry. I'm Mikey. I'm Jeffy. And I'm Izzy. And welcome, everyone. And we also want to give a warm welcome to one of our team leaders who's here with us. Uh, I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrea. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, well, welcome to the show. Um, It's been a while since we've met. You know, it's been, what, three weeks? About three weeks. Yeah, we had a little break. Some of it was uh, planned, some of it was not planned. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just a different... uh, just so many things. We, I mean, we can name them off, but it would just be kind of like going crazy on time with that. Um, but the main thing was, you know, last week was Ash Wednesday. So that was one of the big reasons. We were hoping to record and then I totally forgot. Uh, it's one of the biggest days of, of us Catholics that we have here. So um, now that we know we it's been a while, why don't we kind of check in? How has it been? So, Mikey, how's it been for you? Well, um, things have been pretty stressful in terms of like workload um, with school and such. I finished my auditions for one college, um, so that's all done. Just waiting to hear results. I got accepted into my second college, so I'm pretty happy about nice. that. Which what school is that? Uh, San Jose State University. Oh, nice! Yeah. My sister. Go- well, both my sisters. Well, one graduated. One is currently going. So oh, okay. you'll like it. It's a it's a nice school. Um, well, I'm actually thinking of going to my first choice because I, I, I called a few, um, students there and they said there wasn't much, uh, like, like school spirit. And that's like kind of something I'm looking for into a school. Um, so turns out I might be going to, um, Boise next year. So yeah, big change, (laughs) Idaho, huh? Big, big change. Uh, but I'm very excited for this new chapter in my life. Um, and yeah, so, so this audition process was the first step into it. Wow, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've been kind of the same. I'm letting, I know we talked about this before, but I'm definitely letting senioritis hit a little bit more than I would <laughs> yes, like. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, recently I've been waiting. Next month is when I get all of my decisions back from like the UCs and then a couple of other schools that I applied to. Um, but right now I'm really actually looking at University of Santa Clara. So I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, I've been making a couple of friends online who um, are either committed there or are um, accepted there. So it's been kind of an interesting journey, kind of just navigating this while online, because there's a lot of like in-person stuff that we would do normally, like um, going to tour the campus, but like I've never been there before. Um, And so it's really interesting to just kind of look at the campus online and still waiting for my uh, decisions. But what I've kind of come to terms with is no matter what I, um, where I get into next month, I'm kind of like excited for Santa Clara. And so I'm going to be just kind of content with wherever I get put. That's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Good mindset too. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a junior, so I'm probably not as stressed as Mikey and Izzy are, but I'm stressed nonetheless. I'm just trying to keep my grades up. Uh, I actually started painting again. So that's really oh, cool. Wow. That's fun. Um, so yeah. And then a little more about me. Um, I'm a first year leader because I'm a year younger than Mikey and Izzy and it's been kind of weird over Zoom, but it's also <laughs> been pretty cool. Um, I've decided to become a leader because I really enjoyed the second year retreat and I know everyone says that, <laughs> but it's true. And But also besides that, I did enjoy like little groups we had where the leaders would lead the discussions. So I felt like that was really inclusive and I definitely wanted to be a part of that. Um, yesterday, we actually met with the current year two candidates, 
and we talked about the seven deadly sins and it was really interesting to do that during Lent because it's more of like a serious time but also more like graceful time I'd say which reminds me that today's topic is going to be Lent so stay tuned for that. We'd like to take a moment to give a shout out to our very first sponsor, Los Hermanos Burritos, out of Pacoima, California. You can find them on Instagram at los underscore hermanos underscore burritos. Check them out and let them know you heard about them here on the Surrounded by Grace podcast. All righty, everyone. Welcome back. So as Andrea said, it is Lent. Uh, It is the topic of our uh, podcast as well. So I kind of want to go around and we can all share what we are doing this Lenten season. So it's, it's a beautiful time to come back to prayer. It's a beautiful time to remind ourselves where we're at, kind of a check-in, and also a time to allow us to grow closer to God, like saying, where am I lacking? Where do I need to improve? So I'm going to ask all our young leaders right now, like, what are they doing? Because I think if we're not doing something, we need to call ourselves out, like the Lenten season's for that. So if you don't... If you haven't chosen what to do for Lent, you can still start it. That's the beautiful thing. You can adjust it. Just because you said at the beginning of Lent doesn't mean you have to be stubborn and like, no, that's what I said. That's what I'm going to do. Or I didn't do anything, so I'm just going to not do anything. You know, uh, God calls us to kind of transform our life during Lent. So, Mikey, what are you doing for Lent? Um, the way I would like to word it is I am giving up the temptation of tasteful beverages. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I am only drinking, uh, I'm trying to only drink water okay, uh, good. this Lent um, because I tend to drink a lot of tea, coffee, especially because I work at In-N-Out, I drink some soda. Um, so I'm trying to cut back on that for my own uh, like health. And then that also contributes to the second thing I'm giving up or like I'm trying to do more is I'm trying to, excuse me, uh, I'm trying to um, do a bit more self-care, like th- do things more for myself. Uh, sometimes because I tend to prioritize a lot of pe- other people um, and I feel like I feel like there's a there's a compelling force that's telling me to like take it back a step back and do things for myself okay cool thanks Mikey Andrea what are you doing for Lent um okay so for Lent I decided to become a pescatarian I had given up red meat for about like two years so I figured um I might as well stop eating chicken and turkey as well because if I actually didn't enjoy them then it would actually be something harder for me to give up Um, and I did that more to like eat healthy I don't eat that many vegetables so that's gonna help me out and the second thing I'm giving up is something more like less for myself more for like others around me which is being more patient Um, I think it's been harder because I've been cooped up at home with my two younger siblings it's a lot easier for me to yell at them all the time. So I think being more patient will help me spend more time with them in a meaningful way. Okay, awesome. Great job. Thanks, Andrea. What about you, Izzy? So I'm also giving up, uh, as Mikey said, any any drink that tastes delicious. So I'm only, <laughs> I'm only having water, um, which actually I thought it was going to be harder than it is Coffee, I think, is the hardest thing just because it's really hard to like get through the day without, you know, having like a nice cup of coffee. But um, I'm also giving up sweets and then I'm trying to read more. Uh, I was just saying like I I don't 
think that I've read a book for fun since fourth grade. Um, and I do remember really, really enjoying reading books. And so I feel like it's become something that's been more of like a chore for school rather than something that I do for fun. Um, and so I found a really cool book. It's called We Were Liars. Um, and so I'm reading that right now and it's really, really good. I'm slowly getting into um, just reading again and, and I really am enjoying it. Well, that's awesome. good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, so for myself, I'm what I'm doing for Lent this year is um, I'm trying to avoid all fried food. It's like the easiest Ooh. thing to eat. Like, you know, something, to, you know, you cook papas, flautas, you know, in the Latino. I'm trying to yeah. stay stay away from that. Uh, even though I, I had that last Friday, I realized with Father, because I was, if you don't know, Father Marinello sprained his ankle. So I became his oh, Uber dear. driver last week. <laughs> and so there was a funeral. And then after the funeral, we went to go eat. And midway through the meal, I'm like, oh crap, I'm not supposed to eat this. This, <laughs> this is deep fried. Oh my God. <laughs> so, but it is what it is. So, but I'm, you know, trying to stay away from French fries, uh, wings, oh, um, just anything cooked fried, you know? So that's kind of easy and hard at the same time. Um, and then I'm taking on a book that's called uh, The Unoffendable. So it's a great book that I highly recommend. Um, how to ch- it is uh, Unoffendable, How to Change uh, One's Perspective uh, t- to Make It All Life Better. So essentially, it's a book about not being offended, like trying to understand people and how God calls us to not be offended. Like it's our pride and our ego that says, I'm, I have my right to be offended and so I'm trying to just better myself in that. And also because, you know, I'm about to get married. And the easy thing to say is like, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's not a healthy marriage and vice versa. You know, and I also think, you know, I know our culture always jokes around, like, just do what the wife said. That makes that's not a healthy marriage. I don't <laughs> want to be told what to do. And so even vice versa, I'm like, so st- instead of getting offended, understand where that's coming from and all that. So those are the two things I'm kind of doing for Lent. Um so what I'm going to ask you guys right now, kind of let's dig a little bit deeper uh, why we're doing the things we said for Lent. You know, it's, it's very easy to say, I'm going to do this and kind of give like a little one minute thing. But sometimes I think we need to kind of dig deep, you know, and, and when we dig deep, then we can find out what God has revealed to us, why we chose those Lenten fast or taking something on. You know, I think you guys said very important things. So. Like, I'll explain to you guys why I chose to read that book, because I, I felt at times with family or friends, I can get offended or I can take things to heart, which then turns into resentment. And then I have a negative outlook on people at times and I have to call myself out like, no, that's not good because now you're you're putting yourself up here or you're putting them down and that's not healthy. So I had to kind of call myself out. And I heard a podcast uh this is called the chasing the chasing the beauty uh podcast and that's where i heard the author of this book speak so it was really cool to kind of hear someone's perspective and that really like hmm, you know what that's why i want to use that and i think also because when you work in youth ministry i don't know what it is but youth ministers tend not to eat well you know <laughs> we 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 take care of other people spiritually and we do long hours and we get out at eight or 10 o'clock at night. And then the first thing you're like, I'm hungry and it's temptation. You have Chick-fil-A right here in front of you. <laughs> you have McDonald's right in front of you. So I'm like, you know what? Try to stay away from that fried processed food. Uh, so that, that's kind of what made me want to do what I'm doing. So uh, Mikey, what let's, let's, um, let's do the deep ones first. So sure. 
why do you feel God called you to focus on yourself more? What, why do you feel God is telling you, you know what, Mikey, it's great that you like to help others and talk to others, but I think you need to work on you. Why do you feel God's calling you that this, uh, this season? Ooh, wow. Really touching the deep parts. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take this back to something my, my mom said. So, um, my mom called me down one day or we were just talking and she was like, like, Mikey, I'm so sad. Like this is your senior year. You're supposed to do so much with your friends and everything. This is, this was going to be a really special year for you. And I'm thinking like, well, quite, quite frankly, this is one of the worst years of my life. Um, and that's because so many hard things have happened in such a short amount of time. Um, in this like year of, of, of senior year of college. Um, so many relationships lost and so many new relationships gained. Um, but ultimately I feel like I've lost more than I've gained, um, internally during this year. Um, and I feel like there is this, there is this, just this period that I need to take for myself. And there's this time where I need to realize like, not everything is about others. You know, this is your life you're supposed to live. You're not living this life to service others, which is, it's not saying like, don't service others. Cause of course, like that's one of the beauties of life is being able to help someone else when they're in need. But you also need to realize that you're a person in need, that you have things you want to do. And if you're not giving it to yourself, no one's going to do it. You know, no one's going to give it to you. Um, so I feel like if, if I'm really going to get to a point where I want to be for college, cause like I want to be able to meet new friends uh, and gain new relationships in college. I feel like I need to be able to regain some self love um, that I feel like I've lost through this pandemic and this homestay season as I'll call it. Um, so I feel like that's something I'm going to do during Lent. So I think what I'm hearing too is that, you've given so much where you're empty and you're, you're not giving from a place where you're full. You're giving a place from where you're just kind of like, you're almost on E, you know, mm -hmm. if you kind of look at it and that's, that's very good. Cause I think a lot of people, when it comes to ministry or when they come to church, like being involved in church, everyone loves to serve and that's beautiful. And God does created us to serve, but if we're not in a good place, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, uh, it's all ego. That's mm -hmm. what we're doing when we're serving. It's all ego. So I think it's kind of good that you're saying, I need to fall in love with myself again. You know, the, the son of God that I am, the son of my family, the brother that I am. Um, and a lot of people don't do that all the time, uh, you know, or sometimes they do it too much mm -hmm. and they forget to serve. Right. Because then when we just think about ourselves all the time, that's not healthy either. So mm -hmm. I think you're, you're trying to find that that balance. That's where we find like pride. Like we were talking about the seven deadly sins uh, in confirmation yesterday. Um, and I don't know. I feel like that's like something I've always tried to stir, stray away from. Like I've always tried to stay humble and not too prideful. But in doing that, yeah. I've kind mm -hmm. of lost both. Yeah. And one thing I learned is humble doesn't mean you don't take care of yourself. Because I thought that when I was younger, I'm like, I don't have to. I'll be the last guy at the retreat to eat. Yeah. I'll make sure everyone eats before me. And I just remember my friend, Father Lucio, he told me once, he's like, you know, humble doesn't mean you don't take care of yourself because you're good to no one if you're not fed emotionally, spiritually, physically. 
So he like, so eat a good meal, you know. And he's like, sometimes you have to push someone to make sure you get your food. <laughs> so be it, just a little bit. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, Mikey. So, uh, Andrea, I know you said you were you were talking about patience, especially with your family. And I think it's funny because we always see your little sibling in the, <laughs> in, the in your screenshot. <laughs> yeah, it's always funny yeah. where you could tell you're like, hey, I'm in a meeting right now, and I I don't know if he likes to dance. Every time I see him, he goes like. <laughs> I always see him moving. So, I love him. <laughs> why do why do you feel God's calling you this Lenten season to um, be more patient? Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to not be patient than to be patient. So, I think it's sort of a challenge, but it's a good challenge to you know try to get along with my siblings, and especially in quarantine, I don't really have the choice. I can't <laughs> just go out and hang out with friends. Um, I, you know, family's all I got right now. And I know my mom, she tells a story to me like every single day, but she's right. You know, like when she moved to the U.S. like 20 years ago, she was the only one from her family. She doesn't have like family members nearby. So she's always talking like, I wish like, you know, I wish my sister was here. I wish my brother was here. So um, so that, you know, kind of got to me. I was like, well, she's right. You know, if I can make a like an actual bond with my siblings right now, then I'll have that forever. Mm. And what has been the biggest struggle you found to create that relationship, that rapport with them? Um, I'd say, well, I share a room with my sister. And my sister is very different from me. We have a very similar sense of humor, though. So that really helps. (laughs) But we always, always like clashing. You know, she's very loud. She's very angry sometimes. But when we do get along, we get along really well. So it's just kind of like picking and choosing when to approach her. And like not letting myself get out of hand. With my little brother, it's not so hard. But um, he always wants to do something. And sometimes I'm just not in the mood for it. But with him, it's a little easier because I can sit down and like watch cartoons and stuff. So it's cool. Okay, good. And I think a lot of people need to hear that in a sense too. This quarantine, we've we've been in our houses more than we wanted to. And we've been around the people we love maybe more than we wanted to. That sounds a little redundant, but it's true. You know, we <laughs> yeah. don't have any personal space. Um, so maybe a lot of people right now are saying, like, you know, maybe I should try to practice that this Lenten season, be right. more patient with the ones I love. So yeah, yeah thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So Ivy, I, you said you wanted to do more reading. Why do you feel God's calling you to like push yourself in that like scholastic area? Yeah, so originally um, when I was realizing that Lent was coming up, I was like, okay, what am I going to give up? And and before I've given up things like bread, which was super hard, and then like oh just like giving up different things. Um, and I before Lent started, I kind of had like this long list of things like that I was going to give up, um, just tons of different like foods and, and, and activities just so that I could like work on myself. Um, and then I was in class one day and my teacher said this quote and she said, if you finish this Lent and you have lost weight and your, and your life is healthier than it ever was, but you have, and you haven't touched any chocolates, but you haven't grown closer to the heavenly father through Jesus. Don't bother. And so I was kind of like, okay, wait a second. Why am I deciding to give up carbs or why am I deciding to, um, give up all of these different things? Um, is, is it because it's going to bring me closer to God or is it because I want to do it for myself and I've always wanted to do it for myself. And this is kind of just an excuse. And so I was kind of, that made like totally snapped everything into perspective. And I was like, I kind of need to work on myself. 
Because like Mikey was saying, I've sacrificed so much in terms of like my mental health and my physical health and just like my entire well-being during during COVID and, and quarantine and everything. And and being a senior in quarantine is hard and and struggling through finding out which colleges I'm going into. And like Andrea said, like being in a house with my family all the mm-hmm. time, like as much as I appreciate it every second of it, it does get difficult. And so um like I said, like I haven't really read in a long time and, and I do remember that kind of being someplace where I could just go somewhere else, even though I can't go anywhere right now. So uh, it's funny, like this book that I'm reading right now, they um, spend their summers on an island and my family lives in Hawaii. Uh, I have like a an uncle that lives in Hawaii and his family and um, we used to go there almost every summer and it's just kind of like a great escape. Um, and so as I've been reading this book, I've kind of been just realizing like how much I wanted, want to do this right now, but that like this book is such a great escape into that where like, I'm not on my phone, which is like, I, my screen time is insane. And like, I'm not having to like watch a movie or watch a TikTok or something like that. (laughs) But instead it's like reading a book and, and changing my mind, like working my, my brain muscles and, but also like kind of being able to escape even though I'm still in my room. So I think mm-hmm. that it's just been like a super um, great thing for me, like personally. That's good. And I think you, you kind of hit on the money. Like I remember reading once, like, you know, Lent isn't a, a diet. Uh, it's, it's not a way to, to put yourself through pain and then uh, like brag about it. I remember, it, I don't see it now, but I remember like five years ago, people would be always on like Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat I'm giving this up for Lent. See you all in 40 days. And then man, I'm like, I don't care, you know, like uh-huh. get off. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's our eagles. We want everyone to know what we're doing. And it says it in scripture, you know, like when you're fasting, wash your face. So no one tells you're tired. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like, like make yourself presentable. Don't let other people know what you're going through. The sacrifice between you and God, not between you and others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you guys are kind of hitting it like in modern ways, just, you know, Maybe you don't have to sacrifice too much, but the sacrifice is good because then it teaches us self-control, you know, because we can master this small thing, then we're, we we can be trusted with big things, you know, and that, that's also scripture based. Um, and so the last thing I want to kind of put out to you guys, um, what do you feel God wants you to come out of this Lenten season with? What is the perspective God wants you to come out with or the relationship with he, he wants from you? You know, so I think that's a good thing because a lot of times we're, we always focus on what I need to do, what I need to do. But sometimes we forget. But what is the outcome? You know, why am I doing this? Why am I taking this on? Why am I giving this up? Um, you know, um, and another after I totally forgot about that. Uh, like one thing I'm also doing this Lent is I, I told myself, OK, all my social media, I'm putting just a 10 minute time limit throughout mm-hmm. the day. And when and it goes by quick, you know, yeah, and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm done for the day. Like. And that allows me to not turn to social media as help me get through the day. Like, all right, cool. You know what? Let me go do this. Let me go do that. Or let me be more active. Uh, things like that. So, um, so Mikey, now that uh, we've kind of talked a little bit about your Lenten promise, what do you feel God wants you to get out of this Lenten season? I feel like what I need to get out is embodied in the phrase, uh, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. Um and I feel like I feel like if I'm going to build a stronger relationship with God, um, 
he's telling me that I need to find myself again. Because if I, if I'm going to be lost, obviously he's going to be there to guide me, but it's, I'm not going to think, I'm not going to go to him for guidance if, if, if I'm lost like this. Um, so I feel like through this new gain of self-love, through this new gain of self-confidence, of self-trust, um, I can sort of go back to, um, prayer uh, is what I'm, was what I'm thinking. I can go back to prayer. I can go back to, to feeling like myself again. Um, and I, I feel like myself when I feel when I'm, when I'm expressing love and, and one of the best ways to express love, especially to God is, is you pray. Um, so I feel like, I feel like that's where I'm headed right now. Um, and that's something I want to gain out of, out of Lent. And maybe one thing I'll, I'll pose like a, a thought or a challenge. Maybe God's calling you to trust him even when you don't know who you are yet. Hmm. Maybe God's telling you, trust in me and I hope you find who you are again. Mm-hmm. Or I hope you find who you are now. Because sometimes we're changing and we're evolving and we don't even know it. Right. Uh, it's not until we take meditation, you know. So think, put that in your thinking hat, you know. Because sure. maybe God's calling you to trust even when you don't know who you are yet, mm-hmm. you know. Andrea, what do you feel? What do you feel God wants you to get out of this Lenten season? Um, I think in being patient comes with trying to build a like a more loving environment in my home and in my family. Um, I think it's a lot easier for me to be distant from them, to not speak to them actively. So I think in being patient with them, I can grow into like like better communication. You know, family dinners, being there and present, not just eating. Um, and I think like, especially this year, I've really like thought about how important the, like your family is like my brother, he's eight, you know, he's still growing up. And like, I just really hope that when he's older, he, he'll be able to say like, oh, I grew up in a loving home where it was like, people were patient and people were kind. And, you know, my family really does love me. So that's powerful. Cause I think, um, uh, you, you, always, you heard in the beginning of quarantine, you know, like, oh, like abuse is going up and things like that. And it's maybe not like. In some cases, maybe it was like a hardcore abuse, but other times it could just be like ignoring someone like that's the abuse or just just leave me alone here. Go go on the tablet. Leave me like I think you're hitting on a beautiful thing. Like I and I, I love what you said. Like I want my brother to know and he's older. Like I grew up in an environment that loved me. I grew up in an environment that gave me time. And that's so important. I think we we uh, we underestimate the power of that you know so awesome thank you andrea Mm -hmm. izzy what do you feel god's calling you to get out of this lenten season um i've definitely been thinking about the different books that i'm gonna read after this one that i'm currently reading um but i do think that it's a lot more than just reading a book um i'm learning a lot about myself in the quiet times that i'm taking um just kind of spending the time to not be surrounded by different things and like, uh, having my phone next to me or always being around different people. Like, I think just like sitting there and kind of sitting in the silence is just such an amazing thing. And it's kind of like meditating and it's kind of like prayer. Um, but I think just like learning lessons along the way that maybe I might need to use even next year or when we come out of quarantine, um, just to kind of figure out more about myself through and and also working on my like mental health and kind of having that escape 
And I think I'm trying, I'm looking at my little mini book collection here. I'm like, let me see if there's a book that I can let you borrow. <laughs> um, and one thing I've learned too is like, you know, mix your, your, your reading, you know, some of it, let it be fiction, nonfiction. Let some of it be for entertainment, but also let some of it be for spiritual, mental growth, you know. Uh, sometimes I feel some people read like, you know, Harry Potter stuff and, the, and that's great. But then when that's the only thing you're reading, you're only reading like what's not real. You know, you you need a balance of both because our, our souls need to be fed. Our minds need to be fed. Our hearts need to be fed, you know, so kind of even it out, you know, so you can be entertained, but also growing at the same time. Cool. So let's take a pause for the cause and we'll bring this thing home. Los Hermanos Burritos. Hey guys, just want to bring up our sponsor again. These guys make some bomb breakfast food. They make the best breakfast burritos, but that's not the only thing they do. They have breakfast bagels, quesadillas, sandwiches, and beverages. Try them out. Let them know Surrounded by Grace sent you. Alrighty, welcome back. Um, so as we do every week, now we're going to share our song of the week. Um, these can be specific to uh, the Lenten season or not. Um, and I'll go first. So my song of the week is All the Poor and Powerless by All Sons and Daughters. Um, and it's a really, really great song. I highly recommend listening to it. Um, I listened to it on my way here in the car and it was just, I like listened to it on repeat. So definitely take a listen for that one. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Uh, so my song of the week, I think it's going to be Love is Here by 10th Avenue North, but the unplugged version, uh, really good. And I just felt like like I'm planning right now my liturgy music for my uh, wedding mass. And so that's probably going to be like our our entrance song. Well, not our entrance song, but yeah. Like So originally we wanted like mariachi, <laughs> but right now you're only limited to two musicians. So now we're okay, let's just do it to uh, an acoustic type feel. Uh, and when I heard that version of Love is Here, I'm like, that's how we're going to start the math. Wow. <laughs> so that's my song of the week. Mikey? Uh, my song of the week was provided by my lovely mother. Uh, actually, just yesterday. Um, it's called Truth Be Told by Matthew West. Uh, it's a new song she heard. Because um, her for for her Lent, she's trying to listen to more worship music and... Um, like stop cursing. Um, <laughs> um, Your mom was like, "Mother." No, <laughs> <laughs> so now she's been giving me song recommendations, and this one really encompasses my um, the idea of um, what did I say? <laughs> like self love and like finding myself because like the entire song is like is basically like truth be told, like I'm not okay, mm. um, and we like to put on this facade, this mask that like like we're never better. Uh, but then once people go away, it's, you're always wallowing in your, in your solid, your sorrows. Um, and I felt like, like that was a song that I needed to hear. Um, and that's my song of the week. Awesome. Andrea. Okay. My song is sort of like a throwback to when I learned it in elementary school. It's like, it's the art, the Irish blessing, but they do it as like a song. And I sort of remembered it because my younger siblings, um, they go to OLG. So they went to a mass for Ash Wednesday through their school 
And it just sort of like brought me back to when I was in school, when I would go to mass. It reminded me of my one like art slash music teacher kind of. Her name was Miss Nicholson. Mm. And she's Irish. And so she had a singing all the time. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. She, she teaches one, for our religious ed and she's always like yeah, having the kids sing. It's crazy, but it's so fun. Um, so the Irish blessing was one of her favorites. And it was just like really calm, like a lullaby type. So I really like that one because it sort of calls me down, brings me into like a more patient mood. So that sort of connected back to my Lent um, like promise. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this uh, Lent podcast. And we hope you guys join us for the next one. 